Uh, you know, I am so unmotivated to talk about anything right now. Just all talked out. Hello and welcome to episode 87 of Dads Being Dads. I'm Chris, here with Randy and Jason. Today, we're going to talk about teacher's lungs. <laughs> Get teacher's that man lungs. an upper. How are, you, how are you doing, Chris? You seem a little... Down. I'm tired of talking. I talk too much today, and now I have to talk more, so I'm trying to motivate. But thinking about talking made me think about the power of teacher's lungs, which in a classroom setting, you just kind of take for granted. You could hear them well. They project. I was at the uh, curriculum night with this, at the daughter's school. This some, is back to school night? Some good... Uh, they, they just introduce you to how the classes run and all that stuff. And... um. To go to curriculum night, we wanted to go together, so we got a babysitter. And our babysitter is one of the teachers from our daycare, who we've known for many years now. And that's when the whole concept of teacher's lung really hit me, because she came to the house and was like, Hey, how's it going? And she just boomed. So in the context of the classroom, it seems normal, and it's the only thing that makes the kids pay attention but wow when it was in my house it was a staggeringly loud the only thing i mean what only thing what you don't think she has some kind of skills no for sure they have the power of projection and all that stuff and they just kind of operate in that mode okay and it works really well right and then wow so i went to to the teacher's night and noticed they all they all really sound projecty and good but in a humongous classroom it's not as arresting as it is when it's in your house and you're like, holy cow, no wonder the kids pay attention to them. They're yelling without sounding like they're yelling. So mm, it's teacher lung. Perhaps. Uh, I, I think, sure, they must have the ability to project. Oh, yeah. I think I I, I, I may – I want to reiterate how much I love teachers. And I'm being <laughs> serious because it becomes very apparent, and I think I mentioned this last show, how – valuable their skills are now i don't want to go out on a limb be like oh you know teachers should get paid 10 times as much as doctors because they're most valuable commodity but we gotta you know we get through the summer our kids learn nothing this summer except you know playing i know you value that jason very important like two days into school and into preschool, my daughter's like writing her own name and doing all this cool stuff and very interested in writing and reading and all this. It just, it was clear that the her preschool teacher and her curriculum and her program and the activities they have set up and the engagement with the other kids and the environment, all that stuff put together really, really is helping with, um, you know, the education. And, um... You know, if they were stuck home with us, I don't think they'd ever learn anything. <laughs> they would, but they'd be far more bizarre when they came out. <laughs> <laughs> there once upon a time, I thought about homeschooling yeah. as, a, as something to explore and investigate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it would just turn into home strangling is all that would happen. So, so thank you to all of them for doing that job. Yes. <laughs> and man, they uh, could project. Woo! Mm, yeah, good job projecting. Like I sound like I'm yelling when I talk like that, and everyone's like, "Why are you yelling?" I'm like, "I'm I'm projecting," but they could pull it off because it doesn't sound like 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. While I'm thanking the teachers, can I thank the coaches as well? Wow, we are feel good tonight. I have a whole <laughs> I have a whole soapbox thing I'm going to get on later about a, this. But a, go about on, feeling about feeling good. Well, you know, no, 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 no. About like, I I was actually sort of hesitant to bring up these topics because it's a little. Oh. Almost sounds a little bit like you're pandering, but I don't think you are. So I'm, I'm not going anywhere with this. I know. And I'm not going to ask said- the coaches for a favor. I just thinking about it this weekend because we were at the soccer game. Um, I think maybe the second one of the season. Soccer started up again, and it's a little more. It's a little more competitive. All the parents are on the sidelines, and the, and the coaches sit on the other. The team sits on the other side of the field now. So it's they they. They physically separate the parents from the children and uh-huh. the teams. And, you know, a lot of the parents are yelling and saying stuff, and there's this little kid ref there who's blowing his whistle real timidly, and you can barely hear him, and then the kids don't understand what he's saying. And none of the parents were being terrible, but you can tell in the years to come that they will become <laughs> monsters. Yep, <laughs> become and monsters. There's three. there's three coaches for my son's team. And I know all three of them, and I know none of them, well, two of them have no experience with soccer. And you might, someone might be upset about that and say, how can, how can they be the soccer coaches? Like, they have no experience. They don't know what they're doing. This isn't fair. Not me. No. Because I realize that they are doing something that I am not. And every time I would comment on a play and say, oh, that kid shouldn't stay on the ground kicking the ball he's gonna get the whistle blown sure enough the whistle blows and the parents are like hey, you know the rules how come you're not coaching like, well, <laughs> what? that's not that's not a direct correlation here like i'm not coaching because i don't want to <laughs> they put a lot of time and effort into this they have to be here for every practice they you have to email be here everybody for every game. Mm-hmm. they've got an email yeah. and follow up on you goons and tell you when to get here and not to run over the other children in the parking lot and all this crazy stuff i can just show up or not show up i can my wife can go or i can go we can be late we can be early well we're always early we can stay late we don't have to remember equipment i don't have to worry about what activities the kids are doing for practice and then i can work with my own son on his own technique and all that stuff and not have to worry about all the other kids it's it's fantastic so i i appreciate the coaches very much thank you thank you very much this and this season i told myself i'm gonna remember to get the coaches some kind of thank you gift or letter or something. I felt really bad when that other dad, super fantastic dad, oh, yeah. got these awesome gifts for all you the up. baseball. Yeah. I'm like, wow, he's thoughtful. <laughs> I'm just an animal <laughs> over here like, waiting to go home from this baseball jamboree. And he's got these cool – made the, remember this? Do you remember this? He, had, he secretly had the whole baseball team sign a set of mm-hmm. baseballs for the coaches. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all chipped in five bucks to get him some ice cream or something. Nice. Something terrible. Anyway. Hmm. So, 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 so <laughs> I'm coaching um, two teams this year. I'm Whoa. coaching an under seven girls and an under, and a four, uh, micros, micros, which is a four year old and a, uh, my daughter's six and my daughter's four. I'm coaching, I'm assisting coaching both teams. It's all those things you said. It's, it's, but I'm assistant coaching, so I don't have to do the email. And I, I said I assistant coach because I don't know about soccer. So I, I don't feel that comfortable doing the head coaching. I don't want to practice. I don't want to plan the practice and stuff, but it's, uh, it's, 
it is a, a lot of energy goes into it. It's it's fun though, and it's rewarding. I know I've talked about this before with the baseball. I was I do find it really rewarding, and especially at the end of the season when. Or just later in, in life when you see the kids around and they're like, hey, coach, you know, yeah, that's, that guy that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's fun. And it's girls is different. I don't want to get into a whole kind of crazy gender thing here, but it is definitely different coaching the girls and the boys. And and the way they set the, the teams up this year was sort of just by chance. Again, all this for previous listeners, this is a rep, rep, repetition, but uh, that's how they ha- learn. Well, we have, um, we have multiple grammar, sc- uh, elementary schools in Acton. We have five of them. Uh, six, five, five, six, now six. Acton Boxborough is six. And the way they broke the teams, the under 16 girls out, it just happened that it worked out where almost every school had their own team. So all the girls already know each other. So it's a, it's a little, it's an interesting thing. Since all the girls know each other, they're real comfortable with each other, which is great. But the downside is they're real comfortable with each other. So they're doing a lot more, uh, Goofing around, yeah, just talking. Yeah. We shouldn't. In fact, they're like, we're just talking over here. We should be playing, but we're just going to talk right now. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> the girls are getting a little. The girls get a little more sassy than I've had the experience with the boys. <laughs> well, at least, at least they're not getting you know baseballs nailed at them. Yeah. I mean, that would happen, right? And we had the, the co-ed t-ball yeah. and. There'd be some jibber jabbering going on in the outfield, yeah. and uh, sure enough, there's a baseball to the temple. Yeah. Yeah. T-ball, I guess. But still, it's the baseball is a lot harder than the soccer ball. It's moving a lot faster too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. But so, so I was going to get on a little soapbox here. Since I'm now on my, I'm now on the PTO board for my kids' school. Paid time off. What? Parent-teacher organization. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wishful thinking. That's okay. Yeah, I wish. Uh, <laughs> I sort of backed into this position. They needed someone to tally. So, so here's the thing. We. We gather our volunteers by sending a survey out right at the beginning of the school year through SurveyMonkey, and they needed somebody to sort of tally those results and normalize them and give them back to the school so they could quarry the people that need to be quarry, and quarry is like the background check for people that aren't Massachusetts. They have to make sure they're not like, you know, that they're good people or safe people. Maybe not good, but safe. What? Sex offenders. Well, I'm trying to avoid those nasty terms, but yes, uh. <laughs> up and up. They're not pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do a little background check on them. I, I don't really know what Corey stands for, but anyways, so they do the background check on those people that need to be checked, whatever, if they're going to interact with children. Some of the other volunteer positions aren't going to interact with children, so I imagine they don't need to be quarried. Anyways, I got to take the results of this. T- I said, oh, it's just a spreadsheet. I can do that. I can be a spreadsheet guy. Well, it turned out to be a board position. Right. Which is chairman of the board. <laughs> so they had Cut to vote out. me into the PTO board. Uh, which, uh, so here, here, uh, here's my first little, uh, soapbox statement. If you have a kid in a school, go to the PTO meetings. I went to the very first one that I was eligible to, like, when my, as soon as my kid started. And then I went to the one at the end of last year because there was a somewhat controversial subject that I wanted to listen to. And I sat down. And I'm like, oh man, I feel really bad that I haven't been to these meetings. I should be involved, or at least know what's going on in my kid's school. Once every other month, I could I could spend an hour and come to this meeting. I should, me or my wife should go. But while I was there, I got like I said, oh, I can help with the spreadsheet. Well, that's a board position, so we have to vote you in. And then like everybody in favor say aye. Everybody in, you know, and nobody said nay. And I punched them all out, and I got into myself on the board. Long story short, but like I said, I'm supposed to tally these results. Now we have 480 families, give or take, in the school. You know how many people filled the survey out? Uh, no, let me guess. Um, 
Uh, 11. No, it's a lot more than 11, but... 370. No, not no, not even close. <laughs> well, 120. Well, no. actually, somebody filled it out twice. So, uh, 120 out of 480. So it's about a quarter, right? That's a not quarter. bad. That it's, is not bad. But yeah, but it's old 80-20 rule, right? 80% of the work falls on 20% of the people, which mm-hmm. it's sort of a bad, you know, and, and and it's like, come on, people, get involved. Like, just volunteer. And some of the stuff's easy. You can just do it from home. Like, one of the... There's a lot of bakers, and the bakers are responsible for when there's like a, a meeting or a, like a back to school night or some occasion where they have they're bringing a bunch of people into the school, whether it be parents or upcoming students or whatever. Um, and we have other ceremonies like a Veterans Day ceremony, Memorial Day. So, anyways, the bakers are just responsible for sending some brownies in or some baked good to the school. So, Someone's oh, I have good brownies. news. Look, okay, so I looked up our PTO schedule while you were talking. Yeah, it's Tuesdays. The bad news is it's in the cafeteria with the tiny chairs, yep. which is just torture. That's, that's oh, my gosh. That's where ours is. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, the good news is on the website, it says, how do I become a member of the PTO? It says, every member of the community is a member of the PTO. Good there you news. go. Done. Yeah, you go. I'm already yeah. in. Just yeah. says it right there. There are no registrations or dues to participate in our programs and events. Right. Hmm. Sweet, done. So I'm done. already nice. So there, so there, yeah. dude. Yeah. But anyways, so I'm also involved with scouts and the sports, like I said, and it's always the same people, which is good because you get to know them. But on the other hand, it's like everybody's got kids. Get involved, right? That's right. My, so, you're saying you're you're the twenty percent. Well, I, yeah, I am one of. The, I'm not. I'm not here to toot my own horn, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm one of the people that's involved, and I I think it's important. I'm, I'm also encouraging everybody, and I'm thanking. I'm dovetailing on your thank you of the coach. Like, mm-hmm. I end up coaching. It just, we have seven, like I said, six or seven soccer teams. One of the teams they can't get a coach for. I'm like, come on. Like, at that level, they don't even, they give you the practice. They give you the drills to run at mm-hmm. practice and stuff. It's like, you just have to show up. Just show up. Well, they usually they usually send out the we're short on coaches email, yeah, yeah. and that's when I respond like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. And by the time I respond, they're like, oh, we got it all filled. It's cool. Oh, yes, <laughs> that's nice. Fine. Yeah, I both <laughs> felt like I volunteered and got out of doing it. <laughs> that's wonderful. Right. Win win. <laughs> I'm filled with good cheer and uh, and the kids uh, win too because they they got somebody that would rather do it than you. <laughs> I think if uh, I, I always talk it. about doing it. Yeah. And if I did do it, I think I would have some fun. There would be order. Yeah. No chaos. <laughs> he would definitely not overdo it. <laughs> but you <laughs> it would not be overdone. But you're giving back to the community in another way, right? Also. Uh you're building them a pump track. Well, well that's a big surprise. Free Nobody of knows charge. about that yet. <laughs> Free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> that's still in the works. Maybe going to the PTO help me feel out. I need to do some discovery with the personalities now, you know. I've got some some plans and some ideas and some, you know, I could write up the proposal, but now I need to figure out who 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 to thread this proposal through. You know what I mean to sort of seed seed the whole thing. Uh you, you guys know what I'm talking about. There's words for this. Like if I you go in and you tell the wrong person, it could be the best plan in the world, and that mm. person isn't a fan of it. They will somehow. This could happen at work or in the town. Any sort of politics. Of yeah, you got to do a little politicking. That's the word. Yeah, I got to do some politicking. Yeah, I got to do some politics. I got to feel out the PTO. Grease the wheels, mm-hmm. man. Uh, yeah. You got to pit them against a different common enemy. This right. skateboard park <laughs> is yielding nothing but thugs and drug addicts. 
That's right. The only solution clearly is the pump track. <laughs> Sorry. Bikers are a cleaner bunch. Yes. Bikers yeah. just Closer judge on their spandex alone. Well, you guys are, are far me out. dressed. Skateboarding is not a crime. Uh, do, uh, I'm just joking, man. I'm riffing oh, here. Okay. Go with on. it. Roll with it. You know, you know I skateboard all the time. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Once a year, Once. basically, on our skateboarding trip. Mm-hmm. Skateboarding trip. Skateboarding uh, pilgrimage, if you would. So, all right, so I'm, I'm signed up. October 14th, next PTO. I'll be there. So you have an outline that you want to present to somebody, but you got to like start talking to the right people to get them... Well, I don't even want to hint at it yet. I have, I mean, I have my elevator pitch, right? But I don't want to give them the elevator pitch. Mm. What I need to do is go to the PTO, go to, I know a bunch of the selectmen, uh, but I need to get to know more of the town uh, powerhouses. What's a selectman, Randy? What is a selectman? What do you mean? Well, I know what a selectman selectman is, but a lot of our people are probably not from New England. Oh, right. It's just a New England thing. Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. Uh, I can I really explain it? I'm not sure. Uh, we 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 run the the town is run by these town hall meetings. Yeah. Where we vote on how are other towns run? I don't know. By dictatorial I think mayors. Mayors, yeah. <laughs> dice, dice in a damage chart. <laughs> dice what? Oh oh oh! That's all you're getting out of me D20? today. D twenty. D twenty rules. Twelve oh, sided die. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Damn, twenty-four oh, sided die that never stops rolling. D twenty, twenty. Yeah, twenty. Sorry. Two D twenty. Yeah. All right. I don't know what I'm. Talking I don't about. know actually, to be honest with you. But <laughs> in in New England, a lot of the towns have selectmen where you vote a certain number of people for sex or something, and they kind of like make the decision via town hall meetings. Uh-huh. Well, they'll they, I guess they will come up with the proposed plans. Yeah. Right. The so town they, warrant. They'll work out, yeah, they'll work out these, the warrants, yeah, that we vote on. Yeah. And some of them don't need voting, but m- most of them do. Which I don't I don't know what they do, when they need it and when they don't. I guess yeah, the money's involved, they, maybe? They know. At least you hope they know. Otherwise, that's a, that's a, some checks and balances are missing. Yeah. Uh, and it's interesting, because largely you vote them in, you vote these select people in, and... Then they have these town meetings, which are fun, and you should also go to if, if you can, mm. if you have time. And um, there's always someone in the meeting who doesn't want to vote yes on anything, especially when it's budget-related. Right. And everyone gets a chance to stand up at the microphone and say their piece. Uh, and it's usually something fairly absurd. You know, uh, why won't why won't anyone think of the children kind of thing? <laughs> like, you know, they're like, we need... Um, $100,000 to replace fire hydrants on such and such, these streets and these streets, and repaint the existing ones. It has to come from this fund that was allocated for blah, blah, blah. So this is going to be a secret ballot. You have to write, yes, you know, check the box secret. on the piece of paper. Super secret. And, and someone comes up to say, $100,000 in my day, we could have hired six teachers for the next century. And why don't we just let the, the higher fire hydrants are made of metal? They'll be fine. <laughs> they, they come up with these crazy, they're like, yes, sir. Okay, thank you. Thanks for your feedback. And I mean, then the problem is if you vote no on some of these things, like especially when they have the, they bring up the budget, mm-hmm. you have to mm-hmm. vote the budget. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this happened in your town, I think, Jason. Oh, yeah. Uh, if people don't like the budget and they vote no, they actually say, no, we don't agree to this budget. That doesn't actually 
like change. It just means the town has no budget and cannot spend any money. It's it's very strange. Like you're in a worse situation. Yeah. Because <laughs> instead of having a plan on how to handle things, there is now no plan. So you've sort of missed out. Unless you go to the early meetings, uh, I think you can go to a lot of the selectmen meetings and yell at them from afar. <laughs> Again, I don't participate I don't in those. I, don't, but... I haven't been to town meetings. It's something I have not gotten involved in yet. Mm-hmm. You should. It's I know. delightful. But <laughs> delightful. <laughs> You know what? It's so inefficient though, and they like like go two nights sometimes, and they're like seven mm-hmm. o'clock to eleven o'clock, four hours sitting there listening Holy to people. Cow. When my Sydney. day, but that's why you got to get know. there. You got to go to make sure you vote out the crazies, right? Yeah. We had a couple meetings recently where like the whole town showed up because they wanted to make sure that uh, it voted. I think it was for the new high school. We were building a new high school, mm. and people wanted to make sure it happened. Because there were people that were voting no, yeah. even though yeah. even though the the liter- the way it was explained, right? And they could be lying, right? That's always the conspiracy. <laughs> They're lying to us. The way it was explained, essentially, uh, and they're people. This is the strange part. Like the, when you dig through everything, it's like here are people that volunteered to help take care of the town, yeah. like, to help everybody else get along. Yeah, and, I- and they they did the best they could, and they found out like. Okay, well, um, to actually keep this school legal, like literally, they will the the state will shut it down if we don't spend X number of dollars to repair it. You know, just to make it habitable, right? So that's choice A. Choice B is we tear it down and build a brand new building, of which we're going to get support from the federal and state government, right? And the total cost out of our pockets is one half of X, <laughs> right? So we will spend half the money to build a brand new high school, or we can spend twice the money to make the crappy one we have just barely livable, right? And people actually voted for choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the barely livable <clears throat> choice. <laughs> They're like, no, no new yeah. you You weren't listening. I don't. <laughs> understand <laughs> like who would oh yeah it's just strange yeah it happens with the budget all the time people yeah. look at the they if get you're confused. uninformed and you go by what you feel or what you yeah. believe it right. happens with the the line items in the budget because sometimes they have to move things around there's very specific laws around uh you know these funds are for this type of thing and this uh, you know you can't spend money out of this category to hire a teacher mm-hmm. right so literally the last meeting, and I think we did talk about this, one of the warrants had to do with firing a teacher because the school budget didn't make whatever. Like it just didn't work the way the money was allocated. And so we were short one teacher salary. <laughs> so they had to let one go. And so they had to vote that through. And then the next line item was like paying a quarter million dollars for a parking lot. Yeah. Like buying, like uh, it was this new thing. They were really the selectmen were really excited about doing that. They want to spend a quarter million dollars on a parking lot that had just come up for sale, and people were a bit irate about that. <laughs> like, why couldn't we just keep the teacher instead of buying this parking lot? And you know, it has a lot to do with well, one, it's a recurring salary, right? So even though it's a quarter million dollars and that could last a large number of years, teacher salary. Uh, and two, it it just came from a different source. It's very strange. And I can't say I know all of it, but get to know it, right? If you're concerned about it, don't go in there like a crazy person. Yeah. Just vote uninformed. Yeah. That's a, that's a, 
a trick. Like some years, if I haven't done my homework, I'm like, do I go in and just arbitrarily vote for stuff? <laughs> or am yeah. I better serving the world by not voting, thus not giving an uninformed vote? I'm going to... I'm going to go out on a limb, Chris, and Do say it. that even even your brief foray back into the world of politics for that six minutes of attendance, <laughs> is that worth it? You, you would be more informed and make better decisions than a lot of the back-in-my-day people. Yeah, that's that makes me bummed out. <laughs> it, it, doesn't it, though? <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I mean... There are people that will read the warrants and interpret them in strange. You know, I, most of the time I'm reading the warrant for the first time at the meeting. So you take you, the, the, the people hand it to you on your way in and you start flipping through it and reading the articles and going, oh, okay, this makes sense. And if it doesn't make sense, you ask a question. Right? Mm. I, I don't understand these lines. What happened to this 20 grand in here? Where'd it go? And they will explain it. And you go, okay, that makes sense. I got it. Yeah, you had to move it over here because of such and such. There'll be 12 other people that don't They'll hear the words, but they will refuse to believe. You know, they'll yeah. follow their they'll follow their conspiracy theory. They're exactly. lying to us. Like the, <laughs> that guy pocketed the twenty grand, and he's just saying that it went to some other line. It's like no, you can see the numbers right there on the page if you just subtract here, like he said. Yeah, superstition's bad. Yeah. Okay, so don't be superstitious. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys and girls, okay. everyone out there. CTO, town meeting, coaching. Did I tell you my superstition story? Mm, my no. my first hand experience. I'm, I feel like I've told this way back in the day. I might have. Apologies to the listeners. I'm clearly getting early onset Alzheimer's. You have the deja vu. It's not early anymore. You, <laughs> I'm deep within the onset <laughs> of my early. Alzheimer's. So I, I feel like I told this. So I, I'm driving home from. Uh, from up up north, <laughs> up yonder New Hampshire way, visiting my girl at college, and uh, I was also in college. She went to a different college. Okay, and I'm driving home, and suddenly out of the sky, this crazy shaped UFO looking thing just comes out of nowhere, and it's like floats above the road. And proceeds to come at me. And it's getting bigger and weirder looking. And, you know, I'm tired. It's the end of the weekend, Sunday night, late. I have to get home, get up, go to school. And I legit start having, like, that adrenaline surge. I'm like, what the, what the, oh my God. And I'm just like, what the hell could that possibly be? And I get up to this thing. And there's a pole coming out from beneath it. And it's a giant highway streetlight. Uh, it's much larger than what I'm accustomed to. One I hadn't noticed before. And it was very, very slightly foggy out. And the fog was obscuring the post of the thing very well until I was practically underneath it. So it was an interesting, sobering lesson to me that I, I felt like a pure idiot by the time I got up to it and you know my heart's beating I'm like what oh you have got to be kidding me like I just literally got scared by a highway light but again when the facts are obscured by lack of information and you know your first reaction 
but humans are prone to fits of fancy and, and foolishness and like you know if i had stopped and turned around and ran back to, up to school i could have had this quite this story and i would have had no explanation and i could have lived my life thinking that there were definitely ufo's flying over the highway between my future wife and i's colleges <laughs> where did were you, were you probed at all but i feel like you know probe. no probe it just cast its sodium glow upon me feeling mm -hmm. leaving just, me feeling foolish and yet thankful that the lesson uh, you know that you know wait before you jump to foolish conclusions try to get all the facts I'm not sure what this has to do with. I don't know. Superstition. Come on, yeah, it's, it's not a superstition thing. No, but, it, but mm. it's again in without knowledge, you make decisions or react in very foolish and ignorant ways. Mm. Well, there are also the folks, and maybe this is what I would say if I can ex extend your analogy here, <laughs> that will metaphor. create their own fog uh -huh, around the light to keep it looking mm. like a ufo yeah so they could keep funding the ufo investigation team mm -hmm. we need a fence around the atmosphere see now you're a crazy person but there is legitimate <laughs> um again if you know the people in your town and you know that certain people are motivated because they are related to the developer of the such and such and yeah then your skepticism could be founded could mm -hmm, be well founded could be. But again, Maybe. you need you need that education cycle. You need to know the people. You need to know how the businesses interrelate. Without that knowledge, just being suspicious because people are, you know, can be corrupt is, is also foolish, right? Right. It, it happened once. Yeah. Therefore, therefore, it's always happening all the time, and mm -hmm. I can't participate in the democratic process. Mm -hmm. So, mm. yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm still not sure how this works. <laughs> I wanted to, to let the, him go. See where he went. To the number it. 13, but that's okay. Dude, number 13? Kevin Bacon. We're done. Hmm. Getting at six. Six. What? Never mind. Isn't that? So, yeah. uh, yeah. School. I week had a, three um, ish. It's something like that. I had another financial discussion with my son. A repetition is how they learn, right? Mm hmm. Because he gave me the old. What happened? We're, he asked me if his, he asked me about his RC car because he found it in the pantry. All right, he's like, nice. he says, let's go drive my RC car. I'm like, well, buddy, I think it's still broken. He's like, what? I thought we fixed it. I'm like, well, we replaced the receiver, but something still isn't working. I wanted to replace the crystal, see if it was that. And he's like, why don't we just buy a new car? Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll take, and I'm like, well, because costs money and we can try to fix the one you have he's like but fixing the one i have would take forever buying a new one would take 10 seconds <laughs> i'm like okay he's pushing your buttons Let at me, that point go get my cigar and slippers son <laughs> my, cigar. my pipe my pipe and slippers and come have a seat and we're gonna have a little discussion here uh, so i went through the whole you know what takes 10 seconds for you because you're not actually doing anything <laughs> even the shopping on amazon part i'm doing for you <laughs> <laughs> but why what do we what do we buy things with and he's like money i guess mm. and like, where does the money come from he's like mm, trees mom. yeah i think you guys work like right and how much do we work he's like i guess all the time like uh-huh and so it doesn't take 10 seconds. 
it takes as long as it took me to earn the money that you want to spend on an RC car. <laughs> Minus all the opportunity costs. And then I got into a whole spiel about opportunity costs. Oh, going deep mm-hmm. on this one, dude. I want him to lo- learn those words. It's, those are very important. It's a very important phrase, I think, opportunity costs. We buy that RC car, we can't buy food. Can't have dinner tomorrow night. Wow. Huh. Can't buy... Uh, it's a little hardcore. Well, it's not like I... I'm not and, saying uh, it as if I refuse to open my get door you to you. I'll invite you over for dinner. I don't want you guys yeah. to be hungry. Okay. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying we have to starve. I'm saying you want the car. There's something else we have to give up. Maybe it's nothing tangible, right? But if there's something that was given up, whether it was savings or, uh, you know, some candy at the store or who knows. Go on with the list, right? But uh, so I think he understood and then we investigated a little further because that's the fun part too, right? Buying stuff in 10 seconds just turns you into such a turd. Well, you just, you get this buyer's momentum and it's just like, yeah, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, And then you end up with stuff you never open, you never use. It's it's squanderous. Yeah. Versus, you know, a lot of times the, the hunt for the best thing yeah. is, the, is the, the most fun. And sometimes you end up not even buying it because you're like, yeah, this is all crap. <laughs> That's right. Well, and I, I believe that is what happened. We, we, I said, well, I think the real problem is the radio because we, we did some experiments and realized that it would work. If I like touched the antennas together, the car kind of worked. But as soon as I moved it six inches apart, the thing would freak out. Like, I think the transmitter is busted. Hmm. And that it's all one piece. It's not modular. It was kind of a cheap transmitter. I'm like, well, we'd have to get a new one of these. And, you know, we look around and they're a little bit expensive and we could research them a little uh, bit. I have... A dozen of those things. All right. Can I have one? Yeah. See? Boom. I'm glad I waited. Yeah. Yeah, we should figure that out because I, I have all the – I might not have a receiver, but I have all the other pieces. I probably have every other piece that car needs in my mm-hmm. stash of RC stuff. Are they uh, uh, the 27 megahertz transmitters? I think so. I need yeah. one of those for a helicopter they shipped to my CEO. A- Without the transmitter, be like, come talk to us about our financial blah, blah, blah. We'll give you this transmitter for the thing we shipped you that is useless without it. Wait, really? Right. Yeah, I, I Googled it up. <laughs> it's this crap ball little thing, 27 megahertz POS. Do I have to bleep all these craps? Crap? No, crap's cool. I don't know. I think you should bleep them. What? How? It's more fun. Dad's, dad's saying crap. Fun, just right? making me That's do the work. Of this show. Dad's say crap. Say crap. Dad's say crap. <laughs> So you got, about you got a, why do you have so many transmitters and why are you so wasteful and spendful? Um, I and panicked a little bit when my, so it, it started from a good place right before my son was born. I had this old RC car that I had when I was a kid. Um, a grasshopper? No, I had a Kyosho, uh, Icarus, if you must uh-huh. know. So, uh, so what happened? Okay, so it was in my basement. I'd been carrying this thing around for 30 years when I moved the house. And and I was like, oh, I got to figure out I can get rid of this. I, I, I had broken an axle. or a, a, No, what I had broken was the dog bone, which is a little wishbone that goes from the transmission to the, the tire, the rear wheel, to give power, right? And this was 20 years ago or whatever, a long time, before eBay came around. Basically, it was a long time. So you could go to the local hobby store before mail order and stuff. It was hard. So I, I had a part for a car that you couldn't find anymore. So I carried this car around with me forever. And then I was like, okay, well, now I was cleaning. We were cleaning out before my son came, was born. So I was cleaning out. I'm like, well, let me see if I can find the part for it. Well, then I found the part very easily, almost instantly, bought the part. 
And then I was just like cruising around eBay and I got into this whole thing where I was like, wow, I never had that car and this car. And they're like, oh, they're so dirt what? cheap now. So I bought a bunch of old RC stuff that, like from all like mid eighties. Oh, and, okay. um, and then I even went as far as to like have a little, uh, business where I thought I was going to try and pay for my hobby by buying these, like, there's a lot of like parts lots off of eBay. And then I yeah. would, I would like break them up and I would ship the part here, there one at a time. So I was, but it's a ton of work. eBay is a ton of work yeah, and there's a ton is. of fees. PayPal wax yeah. you, eBay wax you. They take you. like 40% or something. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So I don't know how any of these places do when you're like, if you ever had to buy a, like a battery for a TV remote or something like a one-off, like I have these Logitech remotes, right? And so you, these little batteries are dirt cheap on like on eBay from like E4 city right. or something. I don't know how they make any money though, because of all the fees. Like you buy this battery for like 250, but then it's all, it's all stolen. That's well, why I, I don't know. And then they're shipping stuff from Hong Kong that you're paying a nickel for. I don't know how they're getting by. I don't know how they make any money. Stolen. It's not stuff. Not yeah. stolen. But no, it's probably is. There's like new. It's new stuff. I mean, what are they? Uh, it yeah, doesn't matter. They, Fine. They stole. They didn't steal. Well, you wouldn't steal people, used right? stuff. You steal yeah, they new stole stuff. it from the right from the factory in the box. Boom. Yeah, okay. New. Well, anyways, I, I was trying to make this like business where I pay for it, but at the time it would take to be. A, it was kind of interesting because you'd ship stuff to Norway and you'd ship stuff to here, and I was like one of the few people that I could find that would ship stuff overseas. I didn't care. I was just like, fine. You want to pay me to? I would put the mm-hmm. shipping cost, whatever it was. Like I'd do the U.S. bulk rate or U.S. Uh, first class, whatever. The, and some people are willing to pay because again. I'm using these are parts from like the '80s that you can't just go into a store and buy. You have to find uh-huh. them on the internet. So it was. Uh, so I still have a ton of stuff because I gave up on it. <laughs> <laughs> up on it. Well, uh, I, I, we definitely discussed this before. RC cars are fun. Yeah. Kids, you know, kids have fun. Uh, but in the end of the day, they're just standing there moving their finger around. It well, the driving's oh, like what? It's like ten percent of the fun. Ninety percent is the building, the yeah. troubleshooting, the painting, the decorating, all that yeah. stuff. Right? Oh, of the car. I mean, I think yeah, we yeah. have all the fun building the jumps to launch the car. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, there you go, yeah. building the tracks. Yeah, right. I get the actual riding. Over. It's like, eh, whatever. They flip over <laughs> instantly, and then they got to go run and chase it down, flip it over, and I'll tell you, uh, there's a great YouTube yeah. channel. Uh, uh, put it in the notes. I'll look it up. Basically, it's RC Adventures or something like that. And this guy, I think he's from Canada. He's hardcore right. into RC. And yep, uh, that's it. RC he'll have, Adventures. He'll have like a bunch of trucks all going out and mud bogging and oh, all yeah. that. And one will get stuck and hit this RC tow truck comes out and, yeah. and he'll like rescue him and pull him out and then oh, get him going funny. again. All via RC. It's so great. The boys will like just, I don't know, they'll just zone into it. They're like, whoa, look, because they love trucks. But then they're like, something's different. And it's like, yeah, the little bitty trucks. They're a little teeny tiny. Yeah. Oh, it's well, all like, I mean, this guy's like all scale stuff. Oh, and it's yeah, all yeah. like done up, like yeah. perfect. Oh, yeah, like look at exhaust that. coming Ooh. out. They, they, he's and... got sound kits on him. So oh, as he's winding the gears, they're like, rrr, 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 rrr. you know, it's, it's really good. Mm. Oh, very entertaining to watch. The guy's seriously committed to his RC uh, fetish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and maybe he turned the corner on this and and can make some cash off the the YouTube. I think he he runs an RC shop, I want to say. We looked at some of the videos, and it seems like he goes RC clubbing with his folks, and they all take the cars out. Some of them have, like, the underlighting and stuff, like, uh you know, the neon kits. It's it's hardcore. I've said it it before, and sometimes I wish I could be this dedicated to anything. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. 
I guess sometimes I wish I were a fanatic of some kind. Because uh, it seemed like I'm missing out. This guy is having a load of fun. Yeah, but he's got his passion, right? But you he, are a fanatic about things. Like, uh, bikes like is your thing, man. Like, you love taking apart bikes, know, putting them back I'm together. Not a, a, a bike fanatic is... No. Organizing yeah, no. your paperwork. I enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy fixing the bikes. I'm not a fanatic about it. I don't know. I disagree. You love telling people about how they should get rid of their cars and get rid of the <laughs> So guess how many subscribers this guy has on his YouTube channel? Uh, five million. More than us. 849,000. Ah, oh, you cheater. <laughs> you looked it up. That <laughs> was a lucky yeah. guess. Uh-huh. 849,937. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's some good RC, and though. Holy cow, the detail yeah. on those things. So the, and they're, I really cl- like they're the creative, RC. too. He, he's oh, yeah. a filmmaker as well, clearly, you know? Yeah. But I, I like the RC stuff because I think you can get a lot of life skills from it. Like, you learn how to use a screwdriver, you learn how to do this thing, and you learn how radios work, you learn how gears work, which I still don't understand, and, you know, <laughs> ratio. I mean, ratios and, like, how to figure out, and, like, you play with different motors and elect- all the electronics and soldering, and these are all skills that a lot of people don't have, and they're, they come in handy from time to time. You don't know how gears work? Oh, gear ratios and stuff. I always have to read up on that and remind myself which the right gear ratio is, and in fact, yeah, I have a we- giant monster truck that I think the gear ratio is all wrong, and that's why I can't really use it because it doesn't. Maybe you should just bring all the cars over. I guess we have a little gathering. Chris, you're supposed to respond to the gathering, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I responded. Which gathering? Oh, terrible. Oh, jeez. My wife is so mad at you. Oh, Did you no. send me something? She did. She said she did. It sent me where? How? I don't know. It's an evite, but let's carry on. An evite? Telepathy? I never well, this is important. This is, from anybody. This is terrible for the show. Stop. Did she spell my name right? Sorry, I'm being, I'm being vague. I got a bit of a name to spell, remember. All right. You're on the thing. You're going to have to edit this. This is terrible. Do I have to bleep that? Nobody Screw wants to hear that. this. Oh, they nobody wants suck. to hear that you're not responding to an evite, you guys. Have. I probably went in my spam it's folder my birthday. or something. It's my birthday. I want to hear that it's my birthday. I want my son to get involved with those some of those like battle bots we've talked about. Those things are oh, awesome. Yeah, oh, so yeah, this yeah, is like right, the sure. uh, infancy of that. Uh, okay, so what we need to do there, I, I, and I've told you about the robotics club mm-hmm. that my, my fancy rich friends have. Oh. We should start a robotics club. Wait, how did this come out in the 11th? Are you serious? I did get it. Yeah, I do want to. Uh, uh, yeah, I, wanna, I do. I want to think we should do it. I mean, we got the Mindspring stuff. Like, we've got a bajillion Lego pieces, so we could we should do some stuff. That's old hat. That's old hat. We should do uh, all Raspberry Pis. Oh yeah, you want to do our Raspberry Pis? I want to yeah, do well, our Genos. No, that's old. That's old school too. You don't need that. Sorry. <laughs> we're gonna, you, we're well, gonna you still need the Lego parts. Right? Yeah, but you right. can use. The, there's something called. Um, oh, that's called this weekend. Pie. Oh man, He's swearing about. <laughs> right. I got, thing. You're gonna I have to got edit my. This. Barry. Have my mud run on the twenty seventh. Oh, oh so no! Well, oh, so what? I'm gonna these rock the crawler. Have you seen these rock out. rock crawler RC cars? I'm not into this, uh, but a ton of people are. They're very very popular. Mm-hmm. I I love Super. that. You know why I love that? Because they're not taking real cars and rock crawling and, tra- and trashing huge expanses of land. They're not that terrible. But you know what? Rick- Brick pie, I think it's called brick pie. My son really wants to take. We're all over the place, but I'm trying. I'm gonna. I'm gonna power through. My son really wants Good. me to go back to. He's like, when can we go back to pump track? Because he wants to bring his RC car to the pump track. I don't oh, know if go. it would do well. Does he have a four wheel drive car? No, he's got a little. Uh, he's got the same thing you have with a different body on it. He's got the Grass, monster beetle. He's got the monster beetle, which is. It's got a little bit. It's got four fatter tires instead of yeah. the fronty skinny ones up front. It's, it's not gonna work. 
all this tammy it'll be fine why wouldn't it work it just it won't it'll slip in the dirt and it won't make it over the hill and then it'll slide it'll you can try it i think i yeah. brought the grasshopper there and it just it was spinning all over the dirt again. oh really that yeah. disappoints me I well we also awesome. we, we, we wore the tires flat too so. oh <laughs> there uh, yeah brick pie we gotta do this you already looked this up one time hmm, when should we, next summer can we do next summer oh next summer sure yeah and um the team we can have a team our kids can be on the team and they all have to do it. They have no choice. Right. Force them into things that works out well, usually. And what... Um, Tell them what fun they're going to have. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Whoa. Classroom You're, kit, 800 bucks For brick pie? Classroom kit. Pack of five oh, brick is. pie starter kits. Whoa. That's a lot of money. Well, one is $170. Hmm. Brick pie. We could do something with this. We could think of... Although wait a second, the base kit is ninety nine if you already have a Raspberry Pi and a Lego Mindstorms. So for one seventy, I guess you're getting the whatever the brains. Ah, anyways, more boring stuff for yeah, people. Just reading, more reading compelling the than yeah. me uh, missing an email. <laughs> I, it was my parents' anniversary that day. I remember that. Which somehow day? Missed the 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 day that that mail came through that I somehow oh. totally missed. Yeah, so it's my birthday, and I get to be the big, uh, the big four zero. Birthday, right? you can to sing next week. You. I guess this will come out. No, the show Happy will come out after birthday. my birthday. When's your birthday? Uh, Thursday. I say it's your birthday. Oh right. my gosh! Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! So I get to join the club. I need I a pitch feel. pipe. I don't have I don't a pitch feel. pipe. <laughs> yeah, where's your pitch pipe, Chris? Oh, here. Bong. What do we usually do? G. Okay. No, it sounds too high. <laughs> okay. What else music. Oh, you know what else happened? <laughs> so we got a couple of kittens over the weekend. That's fun. Damn, They're adorable. So close. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> kittens. Was that really a good idea? Which, I'm not sure. We're still laughing. I don't know. Uh, the kittens They're not were dogs. They're not dogs. They're not dogs. So, like, somebody else was telling me today at work they got a puppy, and I said, "Oh, I got kittens." And they're like, "Oh yeah, like, peeing and pooping everywhere." I'm like, "Oh, mine are already using the litter box. Like, they right. just come that way. They don't <laughs> they just, have to." They, 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 <laughs> like, right. it's awesome. Like, they're just it's in their brain. Uh, I don't they know don't, how. Uh, how is it? But they, they I, like to use sand. That's all. I that guess. Thing. Yeah. So the. We got them. They're eight weeks old, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, they're already using the litter box." Like I didn't have nothing I have to do, nothing. <laughs> but they're so small and so fragile. I'm so worried about my kids. They're gonna hurt them because all they want to do is pick them up and carry them. And well, they're small. You're not really sure if they're fragile. Oh, they they feel fragile. I mean, yeah, the tiny little things. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, my daughter's a little bit excitable around kittens and constantly picking them up mm-hmm. and harassing them and mm-hmm. readjusting them and sticking mm-hmm. their nose in food. I'm like, just yeah. just let, let let it let a kitten breathe. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We have a we have a six year old cat too, and so we gotta like make sure that they don't um, and they keep wanting to put the little kittens on or right in front of. <sighs> The the established cat and I'm just like no oh, you can't and, he, and then they do it and he's like <laughs> right, right I'm like oh but I think we're gonna have peace it's gonna because he's already like to, he, at first he was all hissing every every time he saw him but now they're like, now I think he's a little bit curious about him because he kind of like ch- chases him around like follows him slowly yeah. probably make sure that they're not getting into his stuff but yeah, maybe but they've already taken one of his spots like that he used to hang out at and he, he's they've just taken it and he doesn't seem to care so. 
I may have feline peace here, which is good. I was really concerned about that, but is that a metaphor? No, no, it's peace among cats, feline peace. I don't, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> well, then you can't have it. It's there. Can I be honest with you? I'm now distracted by watching RC car oh, videos. No. I'll tell you, it's so great. In, in elaborate. So this one, there's another oh, come on. channel. Now you're just reading the internet at us. <laughs> now we're Called, giving we're giving them we're driving more traffic to the already <laughs> obscenely high traffic. Is, <laughs> you'll like this one. Oh, there's yeah. another there's another uh, channel. Seven listeners, gonna, several hundred thousand subscribers. I got seven listeners on Friday all at once. Well, it's weird. Uh, the video hey, is titled "RC Horrible Accident RC Tank Truck on Fire." Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, the guy literally drove. A remote control tanker truck across a bridge. It fell off the bridge and exploded into flames. And he ruined it. It's ruined now. And there's the, there's there's remote control fire <laughs> trucks coming to the oh, rescue room awesome. now. It's ruined. You got the remote control fire trucks. <laughs> but it's, See, but it destroyed. The tanker truck is just trash. He set it on fire. I mean, he didn't. I guess he didn't do it because it's real. It's very strange. How about you seen some of the planes? Oh. The planes with the jet engines in them that cost $1,000 each? Uh, I did see and a then video they crash. of a, yeah, a remote-controlled jet. Yeah. Plane. And when those things crash, they're pretty interesting. When they crash, they go. They, they really do explode. And, of course, they're, you know, thousands <laughs> and, of dollars up in smoke. And, and whatever <laughs> they ran into. Yeah. But there's they go some, so fast. I don't know how they control them. Right. How do they control them? I don't what know. kind of weird... Um, Hundreds of miles an hour these little planes are flying around at... Well, not only how do they control them, but how do they? What kind of remote are they using that goes that distance? Have you seen uh, the drone racing stuff? Do we cover that? That's speaking no. of blazing. Yeah, look up drone racing. They've got these like indoor warehouses that they set up a loop and they race oh, that these things. Cool. And and the you know the pilot has a camera and he mounts either headgear yeah. or something and he's zipping around. Yeah, they go incredibly fast. They're incredibly expensive. And when they crash, it's really brutal. Oh, this is awesome. This is like the Star Wars uh, <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, it's pod racers, but yeah, pod racers, that's faster. It. Oh, this <laughs> is amazing. Right. They yeah. have like live video feeds. <laughs> so they don't they don't look at the actual they don't look <laughs> up. They look at their screen and they fly the thing through the screen, right? Oh, this is awesome. No, you don't don't bait me into commenting on that horrible star wars movie but what was the point of that stupid drone race there's no other than to sell drone pod, toys pod race, pod pod racing, pod race. to show yeah. anakin that he had like the supernatural skills yeah it gives it um oh. some context yeah it was his childhood you played in a treehouse that was his hobby right he invented robots and that's what we're trying to get our we're trying to create jedis out of our children we're getting oh. into robots and we're going to be racing them in I'm cool with that. Pod, pod racing. Look at these amazing things. This is awesome. <laughs> this is pod racing. Yeah. And they'll have like, different colors. and Yeah. yeah. They're fast, too. They're scary mm. fast. <laughs> this show <laughs> everyone. <laughs> nah, you want, what you can do you is didn't. you can send links to videos to us. <laughs> we and, will talk about them. And, and we will narrate them mm. to you live on the show. Check out drone racing on uh, YouTube and check out uh, BattleBots. You never know. Maybe they'll they'll you know give a little nudge to DBD to their eighty thousand oh. billion subscribers. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, right. That's you right. want to hear some guys loosely talk about raising children and being dads, but get sidetracked with video games and technology. You know mm-hmm. what? That touches on an interesting subject, and uh, we oh, got please. we got ten minutes or so, so I'm gonna bring it up. You know what? I think is. Uh, it's interesting, and how uh, I wanna, I wanna give. I don't know what the right thing is here, but 
when you become a dad, I don't know if you guys have the same struggle or whatever, but like you have to give up so much and yeah, I don't know. I think it's all worth it, but it's, uh, it's totally worth it. It's how do but you, that, that actually dovetails right into Randy's point about, yeah. you know, I wish I was like a fanatic about something. We, yeah. I, I think <laughs> as right. a dad, you're, you are a fanatic about something and, and that something is, is raising your family and yeah. all the stuff that used to be, you know, where you would have poured that effort and, and focus and, you know, all that energy, you're, you know, it's you're sharing it now. Yeah. You're putting it into your, you know, and I think family. And, and I think you're right. And I think, I mean, you we all know those people that are like, they're 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 like avid football watchers, or they're like avid golfers, or, uh, you know, they they haven't given up their hobby, or they won't even like you know surrender some of their hobby in in lieu of spending time with their family. So I don't they seem crazy, is what you're saying. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I don't do it, and I, and I think it's detrimental. I think it's detrimental to. I, I'm kind of like agreeing again. Or I'm giving you more support in that you're fanatical about your family, right? You that's what your priority has become. No, I wouldn't say I'm fanatical about them either. <laughs> I could take them or leave them. <laughs> that's the problem. I don't think I'm fanatical about anything. Nah, I disagree with you there. I got to pick something. What should it be? Nah, you're you're you're, you're doing fine. I think you're diverse. Yeah. You're more of like a generalist and you know I, there's room in this world for specialists and generalists that's what i think though i, I think the the well maybe the word fanatic is wrong but the people that appear to me as fanatics seem strange like the the avid football watchers like how could you commit to several hours a week on sunday afternoon and many hours during the week during fantasy leagues and much dollars in uniforms and paraphernalia, much, and coffee much holders, and to for what? Like, so you can scream at the television and feel just emotionally drained by something you have no control over. Yeah. Got that emotional connection though. If it drives it, there's no control. Like there is no involvement. <laughs> nope. You're a you're a fan. You're sitting on the sideline, literally. Yeah, that I don't understand that sideline stuff. <laughs> that I don't like, care, but. Yeah. You know, hey, did our team want it? No, okay, sure. Okay, yeah, it's true. But even the guys, they, so, so, so say the golfers, right? I mean, they're avidly doing something. Or, and Well, they're taking part. Yeah, at least they're taking part in the thing, people but are, people are it's still golf. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I'm kidding. Man, that it's drone race I just golf. watched, they were like a, they were running, they were racing like around a campground. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> it must have been like a quarter mile track. So many laps. Pretty okay. cool, huh? Drone racing. I, know, I, th- I think I take offense to the uh, fanatic bike person. Well, no, see, here's the thing, right? People are sitting there going like, "Now you're how a bike does evangelist." He, how, no, you're a fanatic about it because <laughs> how does he get up at six o'clock in the morning? It's pitch black. It's four degrees out, and it's raining, and he's on mm-hmm. his bike riding to work. Like that's it's fanatical. Be- it's become a habit. Mm, that's beyond at this, habit. At, at this point, it's become a habit. I mean, you have you're spending the hundreds of dollars on gear and the hundred dollars on bikes, and you're spending the time well, doing all the maintenance and the. You know that I spend less. Than I know I you could. spend ridiculous low amounts on, but you have a lot of bikes and parts and stuff. But buy yourself a decent pair of pants, will you? I did. I did. I finally bought some pants. <laughs> but thank you. And a jacket. The imagery. Didn't Didn't you see my new jacket? I got a new. Uh, yeah. I got a new shell. It's very nice. Yeah. It's very bright. Good. Good. 
So what are the takeaways from today? Duh. Whether you're a specialist or a fanatic, don't scare a generalist. A dad. Oh yeah. Good point. Or a generalist. Make sure you save time to be a good dad. Mm -hmm. Huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And if you see a a light in the fog, it's not a UFO. But in the end, (laughs) save some time for yourself. Treat yourself with a little uh, time. Don't lose yourself and there you go. All the other stuff that you get involved with, right? <laughs> and don't forget to write, you know. Wait, what happened? What happened? To mom did we ever hear? Did we ever hear back? <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> ending ever. No, no, we're not dead. Did we ever hear from Polo? Polo? No. No. Disappointed. No. We, we haven't Bin- heard from anyone. Binge no. listened and then just disappeared. I think we don't. Um, we're not mm. active enough. We don't promote. <laughs> we don't have. I don't know. We we twit. We we twit, right? Yeah, you guys twit. The new show. Care. All right. Time to <laughs> go at I'd like to <laughs> cue the music. <laughs>